Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to the Manifest Edit Podcast. How are you, gorgeous? Long time, no listen, speak, hear, all the things. It's been a long time since we last had a chat. I mean, I know it's only been a a few days since the last episode, but what can I say? I miss you. This episode is a bit of an exciting one for me because if you didn't know, last year I took it upon myself to read 52 books, which is a book a week for the whole year, and I completed it just on the last day I had to kind of cram my last book in but we we don't talk about that we got them done and that's all that matters so today I'm going to share with you some of my top books from 2020 and why they are so important for your mindset and manifestation journey are you excited because I'm fucking excited can I just say I'm really excited because I feel like I've just been keeping all of this information like I've had all of this knowledge and now I get to share it with you and it feels like a really special time Also, it saves you (laughs) countless hours of reading books because you're going to get my top tips on which ones are worth diving into, which of course is subjective, but what can I say? I do have really good advice, so I think you should listen to it. But before I get ahead of myself, let's dive into this week's mindset moment. And yes, it is going to be book related. How did you know? So something I learned very early on in my book journey was that after reading a book, although you, you can spend two or even six hours reading a book, if you don't do anything with the knowledge that you are learning during that time, it pretty much just falls off the existence of the earth. You'll maybe maintain a couple of phrases that stood out to you or those really poignant lessons. But if I think back now to books that I read two years ago, I know that I love them. But I can't remember like specifically, specifically why I love them. I just know I had an overall feeling of, yeah, that was a really great book. But specifically what that book was talking about, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. So when I started reading my 52 books this year, I realized that unless I somehow had a way to retain that information, retain that knowledge, that it was just going to feel like a waste of my time. And I'm someone who likes to be efficient with my time. If there is something I can do quicker, I want to do that. But if there's something that's more efficient, I'll also lean towards that side. And to me, it became very apparent that in order to really get the most from this experience of reading 52 books, that it would only make sense for me to do it if I was also taking notes of every single book that I read. So I also have my book Bible, which I'm going to use for this episode. And in my book Bible, I have been taking notes from every book that I read. Actually, no, that's a lie. For every personal development book I read at the start, I did read a series of seven fiction books and I did not take notes from them. However, when I started reading the personal development books, I started taking notes on them so that I would have all the teachings, all the knowledge that I could go back to in this kind of spark notes form, like this kind of bullet point format, which meant when I wanted to go back to the lessons of that book, yes, if I was really feeling it, I could go back and read the entire book. But let's be honest, most people don't really have the time to go back and read an entire book or just don't want to go back and read the entire book. So instead of doing that, I can save myself time 
by, yes, admittedly taking more time up front to write notes as I'm reading, but that means for years to come, I can go back to those notes, go back to those important points and have them right there in front of me. So my mindset moment for you is every book that you read, every personal development book that you read, make sure you are also writing notes for it. And the way that I kind of took my notes was I would have quotes that I would highlight if there was any important quote that jumped out at me, I would highlight overarching themes. So for example, if it was like seven spiritual laws of success, I would like highlight like each law and then just put the points underneath of which ones I found really spoke to me. Um, and that's what I would do. I would also do little asterisks, little stars next to any points where there was exercises because if a book gives you exercises to do, you really should be doing the exercises so that you are integrating what that person has taught you. Just the same as if you're doing like an online course or you're doing a workbook or listening to a podcast and the person says, hey, here's a really useful exercise you should do and you think, hmm, this could actually be really useful, just do it. That integration process is so important and there's two things that are going to help you maximize your reading and get the most out of the books are number one, writing notes and reviewing those notes. It's important to go back and review those notes. I did say that was something I was going to do every day. I was going to read the notes, um, my book of notes. I was going to read that every night. Actually, it's more like every couple of weeks I will go back and read the book of notes. And now that I'm not reading a book every week, that is something I can do more regularly. But just as long as at some point you are going back and reviewing the notes to keep the information current and keep the information fresh. And then the other thing that you'll want to do is make sure you're doing the exercises. Maybe you don't have to do all the exercises, but just make sure you're doing the ones that speak to you or in the books that you really feel like this is something you want to integrate into your life make sure you're doing the exercises because that person has taken their precious time and you know how long it takes to write a book it takes months even years and these distilled exercises that that person has provided have come from years and years and years of knowledge and they have created these concise exercises for you to do and they have created these exercises for you to do for a reason so that is this week's mindset moment is about taking the time to write notes on the books that you're reading and to also do the exercises that come with the books because they so without further ado let us now get into the top books of 2020 it's not even the top books of 2020 but just the top books that i read in 2020 but top books for you in your mindset manifestation journey so although i'm going to be numbering the books This isn't that they have a hierarchy or that one book is better than the other. These are all really great for different things. And yeah, that is what I want to say. Also, if you hear pages turning, well, authenticity. So the number one book that I want to talk to you about is The Untethered Soul. Um, That is U-N-T-E-T-H-E-R-E-D, The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer and I really really love this book and it was also a book that I recommended to one of my clients and she was like this book man it's teaching me a lot of things I'm finding it really hard to read really hard to get through and now I remember why I stopped reading it halfway through last time I started reading it but let me tell you this book is incredibly incredibly powerful and the way I talk about manifestation really relies a lot on the relationship between your subconscious and your conscious mind and in the untethered soul you're really taught to dive deeper into the unconscious and also question who is really in charge so when you think out loud you're thinking you're having these thoughts but when do you stop to actually ask yourself 
who is speaking these thoughts? Who is thinking these thoughts? And what I really took away from the book is learning that just because these thoughts come up in your head does not necessarily mean you have to listen to them and also does not necessarily mean they're true. And it's about having this sense of open-mindedness to life and to the way you approach your problems. And although normally we have this tendency to shut ourselves off and to close ourselves off when things get difficult or we're feeling this sense of vulnerability, the book encourages you. I remember one of the things that he kept saying was, don't close. When you feel yourself begin to close, open. All of your problems come from closing. And he just really impresses the importance of keeping your heart open and remaining vulnerable and letting yourself just approach life from that way. And I took so much from that, from this book. I think it's incredibly special so if you are struggling with keeping vulnerable and you do find that sometimes that chatter that's going on in your mind can begin to take over this book will be incredibly important for you and there's something that I highlighted in here which was that which is holding you down can be a powerful tool for raising you up and this is something that I apply to my teachings as well is that we do talk about things like limiting beliefs and we talk about them as in inverted commas bad, limiting belief is bad, but actually when you uncover something as being a limiting belief or when you identify this is an area that I need to work more on or this is an area where in the past I haven't been at my best, that is actually a really powerful gift. With that information, you can move forward, whereas when it's in the dark, that's when it kind of becomes the problem because you don't know what's holding you back. When you know what's holding you back, then you can make an effort to change it to help you move forward. So I really did love that quote that I got from the book about that which is holding you down can be a powerful tool for raising you up. And I would highly recommend this book. So that is The Untethered Soul and I will also write the books in the show notes as well so you can keep track. Next up for book number two, we have Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott. And the full title of this book is actually Existential Kink Unmask your shadow and embrace your power, a method for getting what you want by getting off on what you don't. And one, I just fucking love the title, it's great. And again, this is another book that kind of dives deeper into the relationship between the unconscious mind. And what I really love about this book is that she presents our fears and limiting beliefs in a way that I've never heard before. And in this way, she kind of says that instead of there are these things that we're doing and we should feel guilt and shame around these limiting beliefs or um, uncharacteristic behaviors, you know, behaviors that you wouldn't really want to attribute yourself to, like jealous behavior, angry behaviors or things like that, typically bad in inverted commas traits. But what she says is that we need to learn to embrace these traits about ourselves, that these aren't actually inherently bad. They're only bad because of the way that we're making ourselves feel about having them. So I hope that makes sense. But the what she's trying to get at is the thought in itself isn't bad, but in suppressing it and trying not to feel that emotion, that's when it begins to manifest in other ways. And those are the ways that can actually be destructive rather than the emotion itself which is something that I have always kind of had a feeling around but never seen someone else write about because there is this danger with positive thinking that you are suppressing parts of yourself and in trying to be someone who's positive or high vibe all the time you're trying to be in inverted commas good you're actually hiding parts of yourself which leads to suppression which leads to these elements of yourself manifesting in it can often even be physical illness which was something that I had myself or even just 
um, manifesting in the form of your emotions just kind of like bubbling over the surface and not really being able to have control over your emotions. So what this book does is it really teaches you to honor and own these parts of yourself and say, yeah, you know what? Sometimes I like getting angry just for the sake of getting angry because it makes me feel good and I'm just going to embrace the fact that I like to do that and it really you know what if I could sum up in just like one phrase what this book does is it gives you permission and now let me share with you one of my favorite quotes from the book okay so I honestly took so many notes from this book I mean pages and pages of notes but something that I highlighted that I wrote down was think about how much power you're forfeiting every second that you refuse to take total responsibility for the unconscious beliefs in your world and relationships. And I just thought that was so incredibly powerful and it shows how much power and control you have over your life when you give yourself permission and also take responsibility. So Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott was the name of the book. And again, this is another really great book for diving into the shadow self. She mentions Carl Jung, which is one of the kind of forefathers of psychology and diving into the unconscious mind. I'm sure he has a book called like The Unconscious Something and he's just a really revered psychologist. And so she kind of takes that and packages it in a modern way that is easy to understand and relates to manifestation as well. So this is, I, I cannot stress, buy this book. Just go out and buy it. Pause this episode, go out and buy this book immediately. For book number three, we have Pussy Reclamation by Regina Thomas Hauer. And again, another book I just love the title of. I know a lot of people have a problem with the word pussy, but personally, I'm all about the pussy. <laughs> um, so I love the title of this book. And really this book is about tapping into your feminine energy and owning your feminine energy. And in my course, Conscious Alchemy, I talk about balancing your feminine and masculine energy. And something this book really does is shows you what it looks like when you're in your power, in your feminine. And there are so many lessons in this book that I think women everywhere need to read and there are also a lot of exercises in this book. This is something I talked about before. If a book has exercises, do the exercises. This has a lot of exercises that are great for helping you integrate these feminine energy embodiment practices, especially if it's something that is newer to you. And, it, and something else that I really loved about this book is, again, something you'll be able to tell from the title, is it enc encourages you to embody the erotic. It encourages you to embrace words like this. And one thing that she said in the book was about how a lot of our swear words are kind of around the feminine a lot of the insults that we have or swear words that we have or even the word pussy is seen as an insulting word it's all around feminine and embodying the feminine energy so of course women are then going to have a problem with stepping into their feminine when their whole lives they've gone hearing words like certain swear words or even the word pussy and they've been used as a negative so it is going to unconsciously cause this situation within women where they're going to have trouble owning their own power so there are a lot of lessons like this in the book and how to embody your feminine and to ask for your desires this is something i see with so many of my clients is feeling comfortable asking for their desires not being too selfish in what they want to ask for is it selfish to manifest all of these kind of questions if that's something that's come up previously for you then this is a book that you will definitely want to read and if I had to pick one of my favorite things that I've written in my book of notes about this book, um, something that I've highlighted would 
It'd be when you embrace pleasure, your experience of time changes. So if you've ever felt like, you know, when you're doing things you enjoy, it seems like it just passes in an instant and you wish you could have that moment back. Whereas when you you're doing these things that feel draining it feels like time drags on and on and something I like to talk about is how the concept of time is not linear it's something that we can play with it's malleable it's not point a to point b and so when you do embrace your pleasure your experience of time does change but in order to embrace your pleasure you have to get comfortable in stepping into your feminine Hello gorgeous, it's me interrupting me to bring you a product spotlight. So today I want to talk to you about my brand new manifestation workbook, Manifest and Reflect. Effortless manifestation starts with the small repeated actions that compound over time. Every month I follow these practices to help me streamline what I desire to manifest and this is what I teach to my one-on-one clients too. In your 12-page manifestation workbook, you're getting an insight into how all of this works with the added bonus of a lifelong planner. Yep, you can simply print or journal on the questions each and every month. Inside, you'll get monthly manifestation prompts, monthly reflection prompts, a step-by-step manifestation planner, and a filled out example planner showing you exactly how I use it to manifest my best life. You can shop now via the link in the show notes for just $22. Okay, let's get back to the show. So this next book is about to get a little bit wild, so hold on to your seats. Quantum Jumping by Bert Goldman is a book that I read late last year and it's all about quantum manifestation. So if you haven't heard of quantum manifestation before, it's really about manifesting your desires at like 10x speed, jumping from where you are now to where you want to be in like the blink of an eye in how can you get there even quicker than you've already been going how can you manifest your desires quicker and how can you go from the you now to the you who already has your desires and what i really loved about quantum jumping is he discusses multiverses and parallel universes in a way that's really easy to understand so if this is your first time coming across terms like this i do recommend this book as things don't get too crazy and I am going to recommend another book for quantum manifestation as well. One of my favorite quotes from the book was in infinite space brackets multiverse (laughs) all possibilities exist brackets parallel universe. So these are my own notes I've taken from the book but it's essentially saying that in an infinite world there are multiple versions of you and with these multiple versions of you there's the version of you who is poor there's the version of you who is rich there's a version of you who got the girl or who got the guy or who didn't get the girl who didn't get the guy and every possibility of your life already exists somewhere out there in a parallel universe and if it exists already out there somewhere in a parallel universe then that means you can communicate with another you and learn the lessons that they had in order to get current you, (laughs) you that's listening to the podcast, to where you want to be. So it's a little bit mind-bending if this is your first time being introduced to concepts like this, but Bert Goldman's book is a really good introduction in a way that doesn't make things sound too out there, but it is definitely one you will need to read a couple of times if you are just wrapping your head around concepts like quantum manifestation. For book number five, I want to talk to you about another book that I read and it touches on the topic of positive thinking, which is something that I did touch on just before. And it's a book that I really like because it is called Beyond Positive Thinking. So not just solely focusing on positive thinking, but beyond positive thinking. And that book is by 
Robert Anthony. So it's beyond positive thinking and no-nonsense formula for getting the results you want. And also I really like the cover, it's really relaxing to look at. So in Beyond Positive Thinking, he talks about the concept that yes, positive thinking is important, but there is more to life, more to mindset, more to manifestation than solely thinking positive. And if you think positive thinking is going to change your life, if you think solely positive thinking is going to change your life, you're going to be sorely disappointed when you realize that it's not possible to maintain this level, this outlook of your life all the time. And something that he says, or maybe I'll even give you two quotes from this book, something that he says is, you can think of life like this stream or this river that's flowing by and everyone can go to the river and take what they want from this river. But if we have impoverished thinking, we go to the river with a teaspoon rather than a bucket. So maybe you look at people around you and it seems like they're manifesting their desires so easily or they have the life that you want, the desi- the relationship, the career that you want and you're wondering how could I have something like that when really in reality they're all showing up, to, we are all showing up to this river of abundance and it's about how you're showing up to that river like are you showing up to the best of your ability like with an open mind and with a bucket a rucksack a suitcase willing to take like as much from the river as you can or are you showing up feeling like it's not possible for me and not even showing up to the extent of your potential because something else that he says is your mind will sell you out but your intuition never will. People can control you through your mind, but never through your intuition and really talks about that reconnection to yourself. And this is something that I say as well, is that over positive thinking, the biggest, biggest values for me when it comes to manifestation is self-compassion, responsibility. Having that compassion over yourself Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we are not perfect, but also taking that ownership and that responsibility of your life and knowing that you're the only one who is capable of changing. So in Beyond Positive Lessons, there are, I'm sorry, in Beyond Positive Thinking, there are so many lessons that you can take away from that. And if you are someone who does find that whole like kind of positive thinking sphere slightly problematic, then this is something that you should definitely read. So I said I was going to give you another book that touched on quantum manifestation and I have to say although I said that there were no favorites there kind of were and this is definitely one of my favorites so for book number six I want to introduce you to Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Kikandi and this book is around manifesting more money yes but it's also around manifesting success in general and He really talks about the concept of wealth as living your best life rather than just financial success or career success. Wealth is being wealthy in every aspect of your life. It's in feeling content and alive in your body. It's in feeling that you have enough money to do the things that you want and to live the life that you want to live. It's feeling that sense of connection to everyone around you. And I loved that this book was all encompassing in such a beautiful way. I honestly think that this book is it's stunning. It's it's just such a it's such a vibe and I will definitely this is one that I will definitely reread this year as well and one that I will continue to reread. And a quote that I really love from the book that I took out is success is something you attract by the person you become. And in this book as well there are a lot of nods to quantum physics and Uh, integrating the science into manifestation principles and if you are someone who is looking to relate to manifestation in a more grounded way understanding things like quantum physics is really going to help you get there and jump to that next level for book number seven we have a little bit of a wild card because when i first started reading this book i was like "Uh, really but as the book went on i honestly kind of grew to love it 
And so this book is called Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. And the book details the story of, I think, maybe like three, three different mice, which I have to be honest, did put me off a little bit because I do have a fear of mice. But anyway, this book details the story of three different mice and their outlooks to life on change. And this is something that I used to struggle with so much is kind of embracing change and feeling comfortable with change and I used to be someone who just wanted everything to stay the same I had a really turbulent childhood and teenage years so after that I really just loved sameness I loved knowing how things were going to play out and I think all of us have that kind of tendency to okay it's safe it's safe what I know is safe even if the unexpected holds even more treats delights and everything just because I know what's happened here I would rather stick with the than what I know, you know what I mean? So I have come a huge, you know, I have come along in leaps and bounds since since then and I'm definitely still someone who has a little bit of fear around change but I definitely feel more comfortable with change and this book kind of served to reinforce what I'd learned and through the story of these three mice. So a quote that I really loved was that when you're afraid to change, you're holding on to the illusion of the past. Because here's the thing, everything is changing constantly. The only, you know, the only constant is change. The only thing you can ever guarantee is that things are going to change. So when you're holding on to that, oh, I'm just going to stay exactly where I am, you're holding on to something that's happened in the past. Whereas even that thing that you're deciding to stay in the same position, things can still change there as well. So it's actually around just learning to have the sense of comfort around change and yeah, that's all I can really say about this book because it's a very short book and I don't want to, you know, give too many of the lessons away, but it's a very short book. It details the story of these three mice and how they approach their life when their when their cheese has been moved and how they approach finding more food. So it's definitely one I recommend seeking out and also good to listen to in an audiobook format as well. For book number eight, we have an oldie but a goodie, and this book is A Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard, and it's really about the secret key, if you like, of manifestation, which is feeling. And when people talk about instant manifestation or manifesting their desires, the secret is that what we are actually seeking is not the desires, it's not the manifestation, it's not the money, it's not the house, it's not the relationship, it's how that thing will make us feel or how we perceive that thing will make us feel when we get it and any goal anything that you have you can think back to this and think what is the feeling that I think I'm going to have when I had that how did I feel when this happened in my life or and you can relate everything back to that feeling so what he is saying is instead of you know waiting to have the thing to have that feeling feel it first feel how amazing it would feel to have that first because what he says what you feel you are always dominates what you would like to be and sensation precedes manifestation and is the foundation upon which all manifestation rests so what he is saying is you know one of the universal laws is cause and effect it's like this happens and then there's this effect but what neville goddard is saying is kind of reversing the cause and effect cycle and actually saying first there is the effect how you feel and then you get the cause because when you can dive into that feeling of how delicious it would feel when your desires manifest and that warm cozy feeling of having your desires of that love that abundance that joy when you take action from that place is completely different from acting from a place of desperation or acting from a place of scarcity 
So begin with acting from abundance and that is really what this book um, talks about. So Feeling is the Secret is the name of that book and I really love that one. Book number nine, we are fast approaching number 10. I'm sad this is almost over. I feel like I have so many things to say on all of these incredible books but for book number nine we have The Success Principles by Jack Canfield and actually this is one of the first ever personal development books I heard about all the way back in 2015 I think Um, but this last year was when I finally got around to reading it and actually through this book I manifested one of my new friends because I shared this book with her before we were friends. I was like hey you need to check out this book, I'm reading this book, this book is awesome and we bonded over enjoying the book together. So something you should know about me is I am constantly constantly recommending books to people and this is actually the way a lot of my relationships have started have become from me recommending something to someone so quick tip guys if you're wanting to manifest in relationships start giving more recommendations anyway back to the book the success principles by jack hanfield without a doubt one of my favorite books i read last year again another book that i will potentially reread this year as well and the success principles is about principles to live your life by in order to manifest your desires and although he doesn't necessarily use the word manifestation he talks about things like law of attraction and vision boards and writing down your goals and clarity and joining um courses and mastermind groups and coaching and all of these principles in the online space that you're aware of in spirituality spaces so a quote that I really love from the book and one of the first things that he said actually was if you want to create the life of your dreams you have to give up your excuses and I just loved that this was a book again that really impressed upon you the importance of taking responsibility for your life where it's at and also in taking responsibility for your life it just affords you the sense of power on where your life is going to go because if you attribute all your problems all your worries all your everything else to everyone else then you don't have any power over solving them but when you say actually yeah I can see where maybe I have played some party to what's going on here it means that you have complete power over changing it and means you have complete power over changing the trajectory of your life and I just think that is so special so the success principles cannot recommend this one enough also for the men in your life this is a really good um, personal development book for them as well and for the final book for this podcast episode although let me know if you kind of like the book review situations and I can definitely do more of these episodes as I do have many books I've read now so for the last one book number 10 I want to talk about The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles and again this was a book that was written quite a long time ago so some of the concepts and the way that he talks about women you are a little bit like Mm, excuse me but the concepts in the book are really good and it talks about manifesting and kind of the way that the universe and the world works and how you can take thought which is a formless substance and manifest it into your physical reality I love the way that he explains things I think it makes it so simple I also recommended this to one of my clients and she started the book and thought it was just like eh, really average and by the time she got to the middle of the book she was obsessed with it and also recommending it to someone else so I always feel like I you I have this ability to know like what book someone needs to read at a specific point in their journey or a specific point in their life and I just had this feeling like it's like, it's like an intuitive nudge like this is the message that they need to hear right now and this was the feeling that I had around this book and 
I think one of the most beautiful gifts I've actually had from reading these 52 books is now that I'm able to have this greater sense of I can recommend more to people because I've read these books and learned these lessons myself. I don't want to be recommending books to people and I haven't actually read them or enjoyed them because on this journey of reading 52 books, there were some books that I didn't actually like. There were some books that I wouldn't recommend. So going back to this book, The Science of Getting Rich, this emphasizes like how you can manifest money, how you can manifest wealth into your life and also talks about the basics of how manifestation actually works at a thought at a substance level and how to bring that thought into your physical reality it is it's a classic and it's a classic for a reason even though some of the way that he words things I think are a little bit sketchy but I'll I'll just let that 1920s <laughs> see through you know so gorgeous that is it for my top 10 book recommendations from 2020 i would love to hear which book you're going to go out and pursue after listening to this episode maybe it's one of them maybe it's all of them i would love to know and i will see you again in the next one thanks for tuning in today i am so glad to have you here And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.